It's Davi the Scapegoat. We're back with Manu Mararo, the founder and CEO of Your Social Team. It's where you get your social templates. Look her up online and join the Template Club. It's part two of Spite, an underrated fuel source. This episode is brought to you by AG1 Athletic Greens. Chances are, if you go to your doctor and you get your hormone levels, your vitamin levels, they take your blood and test you for all of these things, you're going to be low in a lot. And chances are, you'll jump on Amazon and spend way too much money on way too many plastic bottles on way too large of pills to be choking down every morning to get your vitamin supplements that you need in your system. I wanted a nutritional drink. I wanted something to rebuild my foundation so I could start working out again. And AG1 became that for me. You can just take a scoop of it and put it in water. But what I have been doing lately, and this is a game changer. One scoop of AG1 into my blender with some peanut butter, banana, strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, raspberries, a little bit of almond milk, and some ice. I went to the cabin with a bunch of my friends and I said, who wants to get their vitamins in their smoothie this morning? And I got a picky friend that said they wanted one. I made them for everybody. And I promised myself, Davi, you will not get your feelings hurt if he doesn't like your smoothie. And then I heard it, that beautiful sound of the straw hitting the bottom of an empty glass. I looked over and he was already done. He chugged it faster than anybody else and he loved it. So not only is my AG1 by Athletic Greens keeping me energized, healthy, chock full of over 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, benefiting my mood, my immune system, supporting my sleep, and getting all the nutrients, probiotics, and prebiotics in my gut to help me digest, but it's getting me some points with my friends too. I don't have a lot of successful moments in the kitchen. I've handed people food and drink before and they've looked around for cameras like they're on Fear Factor or something. So not only did I feel good on the inside, I was smiling on the outside because all my friends were feeling good and energized too. Take ownership of your health and why not today? It's the best time to get started. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to athleticgreens.com slash Davi. Check it out and have a better morning. on Davi the Scapegoat. At this point, I've done five conferences in six years. Nice. And most of them are sold out. And I had like over 4,000 people in the last two years joined that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, guys, you're going to let me talk in your little conference? Ha ha. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I joke it was all in spite because don't tell me I cannot do something. Yeah. I'm a Latin Scorpio, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> do not mess with me. I'll do it better than you did. Yeah, and I feel like spite is a very underrated fuel. It's a great motivator. It really is. Pettiness yes, will take your places. Pettiness. It lives within you. It grows on its own. You don't really have to feed it. It's, it makes you like a hybrid vehicle where you're like, I just yes. got to plug in every once in a while, but I really Boom. am not reliant on food anymore. I'm completely fueled by spite, <laughs> and I will take everyone down. <laughs> All right, back to Mrs. Manu Mararo of At Your Social Team. You explained that when you were laid off from one job and another guy was laid off for doing something illegal. Literally illegal. You guys' exit was completely different. Completely different. Okay, and I'm like, tell this story. Yeah, so I was working this startup, and um, there was a guy there that had a job. I mean... Almost same level as mine is importance in the organization. I mean, 
he was doing product, so probably more important because then I wouldn't be doing marketing to sell that. Mm-hmm. But um, kind of same level. And he literally did something illegal while being somewhere on behalf of the company. Okay, so, so not only was it legal, business trip. Okay. So not only was it legal, but it could also have had ramifications for the business, mm-hmm. right? Especially PR or whatever could have come out of that. And they announced to everybody that he was leaving. No one told anyone why. I know this because someone else told me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he got a farewell party. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody left after work for a happy hour, whatever day it was. And a two-week notice. So it's like, oh, his last day is going to be, you know, in two weeks, whatever that day so is. Everybody so everybody got need to, to say goodbye. Everybody say goodbye. Let's all go tonight, whatsoever, whatever. He got to pack his little box oh, two I'm weeks sure, later. He got yeah. paid for I'm a few sure, weeks. I'm sure he also got, like, to keep his insurance for a little longer mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was literally excelling in that company. I made so many strides for the company in that year that... After I left, they had a dip, literally mm-hmm. had a dip. Yep. They let me go because of my salary, basically, that they it was causing friction internally. I was the most senior person in the whole company, like way more experienced than any of the founders and all that. And they had a chat with me outside in the parking lot, basically. And then after telling me that I was being let o- laid off, which completely caught me off guard. Um, like that day, that like day. it's happening today yes. in and the parking then lot. I remember that my boss was like, do you want to go inside with me and collect your stuff and leave? Or do you want me to go back inside, collect your stuff and bring it here to you? Mm. So that was, I'm like, man, I should have done something illegal on behalf of the company. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, such that's a better that. deal. Yeah, Yeah, it is a better deal. You should have tried to smuggle things back into your luggage. Yeah, like you should have done illegal things and had a mugshot taken in order to get your goodbye party and your little cake and all your well wishes and your coworkers of many years to be like, to wave at you kindly and say nice things and to sign a little card and to back out your little (laughs) box. Yeah, no, you got told in the parking lot We'll bring you your shit. I mean, I felt like I was leave. a person that stole from the company. That's how they treated me, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, not in the speech. His yeah. speech was nice. He said, he had an honest conversation. So the layoff part was fine. Um, but how they handled that, and I, the only thing I can think of is that the other guy was a dum-dum, and I was probably someone who could have lawyered up and sued them if yep. I wanted to. So maybe that's why, but it just seemed like you can't do that. You can't do both. No. Get everybody's things and kick them out right away or give everybody to notice. I mean, one was being fired. Mm-hmm. I was being laid off. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a difference there, you yeah. know? The guy that was fired was celebrated. Yes, mm-hmm. because he he's a dude. Yeah. And he was buddy-buddy. And you say, I was seniority at this job, I was seniority at this job. I'm like, that really doesn't help women it anymore doesn't. because they start saying oh, this old, they get ageist. So Mm -hmm. you can have seniority and you can be so proficient and so smart, but then they say- They're too old for this environment. Yeah, like once once I started going, this guy has a problem, it's like, oh, you're just menopausal. And I'm like, I'm the youngest one here. (laughs) Who the Um, fuck are you talking to? I have a great story about that too for- to support our case. Okay. Did not happen to me, but it happened in my department. Nice. So um, there was a couple in our department that met there and ended up getting married, right? So cute. Yeah, super cute. That happened all the time there, which was super weird. 
in this one job that I had. And okay, we can all be grown ups about this, I guess. Um, so another girl working in that with us who was a freaking rocket at her job. She mm -hmm. was so good at her job um, and was best friend to the wife. Okay. Ended up cheating on the wife with the husband ended up cheating with the wife with this other girl that was really good at her job oh no all and, the same company and, and they end up getting married she was the best friend yeah so they were actually just lying all the way through and she went to the other to the wife's house to kind of like console her after he moved out or something no it was horrible so and the wife had no idea at this no point idea at this point were, oh no no idea at this okay. point Oh Imagine your God. best friend. That's so dramatic. Best friend. Working in the same place, all three of you. With your, yeah. You know, you want to know what happened? I mean, this is like such a oh, big and, pot of company yes. ink that you're not supposed to dip oh, in. Oh, so good, so good. <laughs> and so the guy was dead weight. Mm -hmm. He was really just there because he came in as an intern and people just left him there. There's this other guy that was protecting big time. Gotcha. He was not really particularly good at his job, at mm -hmm. least not at that point. Mm -hmm. And And the other girl was both of the girls are really good at their jobs so the girl that the husband cheated with was fired because of that not the wife no the wife the, didn't do anything the, wrong the mistress yes. was fired mistress because... was fired mm -hmm. guy, guy not wasn't? fired he's still there Weird. until today he's still there this is still like married or still ma he, no he married the new girl he and they have the a, ki girl, a kid yes. the one they fired the one they fired so for that alone, I'll kick that guy's ass. I'm yeah. like, really? I get fired for this and you didn't? Like, you you were worse than I was. Yeah. We're both bad. You, you were worse. You cheated on a coworker yeah. and a wife. Yeah. Yeah. So the woman, for the same exact crime, if you will, yeah. the woman gets fired and the guy gets probably celebrated. Ha, ha, ha. He got both of them or mm. whatever. Can you believe this? That's the that's the buddiness. But it's embarrassing. As a company, how can a company, a boss of all of them, or HR be respectable not they can't <laughs> like when you do that just fire everybody i don't know not the girl that was cheated on of course fire everybody else like what are you doing yeah so we're gonna have to come up with a lot of terms, terms because yeah. there's rage gap and then there's like just the total difference in how men and women yeah. are let go fired laid off from it's almost jobs. like the bro yes <laughs> like the bias towards the bros it's absolutely bros before hoes <laughs> oh, i forgot yeah. there was already a term, a term for, for this yes. yeah and i i always ask people you've experienced sexism racism discrimination against people with disabilities there's so mm -hmm. much like that could be happening um discrimination oh, dis against your sexuality discrimination when you are a mom if you're in a company and you're a mom, it's like, oh, she's going to have other things to do and not mm -hmm. 24 hours for us. Uh, so there's definitely that. So you've probably experienced favoritism, sexism, racism, and mommy Mommyism. Yeah, yes. mommyism. Do you feel like it was more prevalent for male or female leaders? Which female leaders? Yeah. That's the first problem, right? Like, Where are they? I, I <laughs> never you haven't had any? No. Ever? No, I don't know her. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know her. <laughs> Who is That's that? the problem. I mean, I'm, they exist. Yeah, it's not that often. Somewhere. I have never had a woman boss ever. Most people are being like men, and then I'm like, well, how many? And they're like, well, I did have the their lackeys. Like it's the men at the helm, but then it's like the women that are complicit in everything. So they're going to protect and project. 
and you could be like Ugh, frustrated one day and confide in them and then they take it to the boss and yeah. they're just the inner they're working it yeah. they're working every little bit and then there are a lot of especially in the nanny industry there are a lot of people that are working for women moms that are really stressed out mm-hmm. or what whatever is going on but there is a lot of toxicity in the nanny oh, I'm industry sure it's i can't crazy. even imagine you know one people... thing that has changed is that now we are speaking right yes. like we would not in the 60s like i mean there are very few of them speaking out and i think that has changed now but we need to change what happens as well because just speaking about it mm-hmm. is a great start yeah but also like not accepting it yes needs to and again we're not going to sit here and be like quit your job bitches don't like, quit your fingers job. up and uh unless it's insane yeah like if, if somebody if, if it's affecting your health yeah. that's where you draw the line if people are like gonna fight <laughs> like throw fists at work yes. and there's there's conversation there's of, do harm. you want to take this outside and stuff like that probably leave probably. because they're gonna fire you for it <laughs> then, try to make a backup plan. then try to like get yourself a new job really quickly but don't quit your job just because your boss was being a douchebag one day yeah everybody has one bad day when you add them all up and you realize your boss and this other guy have like years of bad days between them then maybe it might be time to yes. start but man i will like I will fight. Like I am I am stubborn but I think in the best way. Yeah. Where it's like I'm going to fight for this thing that I have all, I have worked so hard for and I I I've asked so many people I'm like do you think I should have quit? I feel like maybe yeah. I should have done that for myself. I should have for once like stood up for myself in that moment and and left. I should have put him when I asked for a mental health day and they said no, we're <laughs> we're going to give the other guy a few days off. That's when you know. Yeah, they said no. We need you to work because we're giving the the bad guy a few days yeah, off. Yeah, because he needs and I a said, break, poor guy. Yeah, and I was like, and this is prob they probably have this Zoom recorded. I said, yeah. so you're giving him my mental health days, and they're like, we just really need you right now. I should have put in my two weeks notice then. Yeah. I should have done it, and I keep simmering on that. And my lawyer was like, do not lose your career for Over some this. clown show yeah. that they pulled in from somewhere else that has no experience. She's like, you have worked too hard for this. Mm-hmm. They're not going to fire you for this. They yeah, might offer think... you a different position at the company, but they're not going to fire you. And then they fired me and she said, well, shit. <laughs> I think if you're in a situation like that, I was we were making parallels about dating and jobs. Yeah. And I'm like, I dated a guy one time that I'm like, you know, when it's good, it's so good. But when it's bad, it's so bad. Let me make, I'm going to make a list of the good days and bad days. If you need to make that list, just think, it's a bad. Yeah. It's, it, you, you never think in a healthy relationship, let's make a list of how good and bad days I'm no. having. Like, it shouldn't be that way. But I also think that, you know, if you're talking about a job and just quitting before they fire or whatever, they're going to lay you off and you have a package. You could wait. Mm. Um, it, it, there's different situations for it. But also I think, like, I'm all for the... Hollywood exits, right? Like those are pretty good. Like the lifting your finger off and telling them some truths. Mm-hmm. I love that. But maybe plan for that. Don't do it like out of the moment. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh shit, how am I going to do this other thing? Or I'm going to lose my prescription that I really need to survive. Yeah. Like I think thinking those things through is important as well because it's really not going to help help your mental health. Then if out of a one moment from the other, you're like, okay, I'm screwed. Yeah. How do I do these things? But I think like making that good plan. Yes. And lining something up on the side or at least being like, I can Uber while this happens, you know, yeah. like having a little backup plan that you thought through a little bit, then it would be like a good way to, to compromise. Like, to- yeah. Racking my brain with that, but I've had a number of people 
reach out and say, the way it went down, I know was really hard for you, but I don't think it would have opened all of our eyes unless it happened like this. Mm. And to- The silver lining. Yeah, the, yeah. if you would have quit and, and they would have buried you quietly and read your eulogy and then I would have just kept tuning in thinking this was an actual Fine. like supportive family. Yeah. And they're like, this this was helpful for me. This was cathartic for me, and this was eye opening for me. And it I, it sucks for you, but it needed to happen this way for, for others. me and for a lot of others. And then there's some people that are like, "You ruined the family dynamic for me, and I'm mad at you. Like and I'm you're like, I'm, okay, I'm mad that I can't yeah. believe in this anymore, yeah. and I'm mad at you." And... I can recommend there's some therapist. You yeah, can work um, your anger. Yeah, your anger towards strangers. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. I'm like I, I don't I don't know. I mean, the, there was a lot of people like I think because of your upbringing you were really good at suffering. Oh, like gosh. you have gotten so excellent at suffering and smiling through it. And I remember uh, <laughs> I remember my therapist like mentioning this and I tweeted it. And that was actually the tweet that my boss read on the air when they read my eulogy. He yeah. was like, she tweeted this. Oh, and then gosh. he had some feelings about it. And I was like, it's so weird that on the Zoom when you fired me, I said, why? And you didn't you respond. wouldn't. You did not have a response for me. Yeah. You didn't have a reason. I'm like, what am I supposed to tell people? Yeah. Like you had no reasoning. And then when you read your little thing, you had a lot of beef with my tweets talking about how like I'm really resilient yeah. and good at struggling and suffering. You decided to take that personally, and I wish maybe you would have talked to me about that on the Zoom. It's it's weird to be like it's not you it's mm -hmm. just like the yeah, team the we can't, is, is yeah really... so it's you're you're getting laid off and then I'm like wait why and they don't have a reason I was like well y'all should be ashamed of yourself yeah basically <laughs> and then he hung up and um, that's the last thing I have ever said to them and I think the sentiment remains yeah <laughs> like, of course with with how everything has been handled yeah. was really really poorly and it for doesn't someone mean that, that was loyal to them for so long it doesn't mean that your healing no. needs to be like oh this is okay i i'm okay with this person no that person is done you know like yeah. we don't need him i learned what i needed to learn exactly. from people like them and i i still think being good at struggling and resilient and being able to compartmentalize and being able to do that like for years i should have got the the goodbye party you yeah, know i yeah. should have got mm -hmm. a thank you the thank you and the 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 cake and the the goodbyes like the like cake from public your buddy your yeah the public yeah. cake i'll buy you a yeah. public cake with your face on they it we don't need those bitches <laughs> they could have put the worst picture of me on it whatever it but it's like even you... your neck could be in it yeah just my <laughs> awful neck just my <laughs> awful awful neck but i think um yeah, talking to people about the catalyst for their new business and finding out so much about their old businesses and, and learning about all these businesses that are born from spite, like mm -hmm. the Cheaties podcast, the because they, they get cheated on, they make a cheating podcast. If you're Manu and you start your social team, a uh, new business based out of spite, built on spite, or if you're one of our episode sponsors, Revision Design and Renovation, he was working and renovating with a big company in Georgia for a long time, and the boss was just constantly ick, ick, ick. So he started his own company, and now they're thriving, but he put it off for way too long. Yeah. He dealt with all the, the, the trauma for years, 
before he finally had that confidence and that that gumption to start his own thing. So revision design and renovation, check them out. If you give him the code Davi, you'll get ten percent <laughs> off your first renovation. Only if you're not a toxic client. Yes, you got to be non-toxic, completely non-toxic. <laughs> in for a good time, um, and you want to revamp your life and revamp your lifestyle and make your home a little bit more you. Uh, reach out to Matt and all of the guys at their website is revisionpros.com. And just know that you are supporting a local business that was born out of spite. Nice. And it's going to make you feel good inside. Um, but seeing so many women and men go through that, so many people taking these professional leaps and learning all of these important lessons, I like to ask everybody, is there anything that you would have done differently with any of the past jobs? But it so, got you here today. Yeah, I honestly had jobs that I loved. Mm -hmm. There were the toxic parts. They weren't overly toxic. Nothing like the stuff that happened to you. Evan got close to happen to me. Um, I think maybe people are a little scared of me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> My jobs, maybe. But I was a good team player. Um, but it's just happened that I had people that were good around me, you know, mm -hmm. mostly good. And most of the people are mostly good. So mm -hmm. I was lucky in that sense. So I don't think necessarily there's something that I would have done differently. I think always boundaries is something that you could, we could always be better at. I could be better at in my own business, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's just lots of things that I learned about myself as I'm going through this. Like, what do I want to uh, do? Uh, we had a, one time in my old corporate job, it was me and this guy who is one of my best friends now. You probably know him. Um, and we had gotten the company at the same time. We were the same age. We did the same thing. We got the same awards. Like, it was really like... We're going the same in parallel. It's great. Parts of the job. Great. Yeah. Absolutely. And they had, they're going to promote one of us and they said they're going to promote him. Oh, no, we decided it's him. And I'm like, wait. Why though? We do the same. However, I was focusing on Brazil. He was focusing on his country. Mm -hmm. Brazil is more important to us. It's 70% of our market share. I worked for Latin America at that point in time. Mm -hmm. Why would you promote a guy, a person, if you have to pick one? and we're the same, why would you promote a person from a market share that is like 10%? Yeah. And anyway, long story short, I came into my boss and I said, it's your decision. You can promote him if you want to. I absolutely want him to be promoted. But if you promote him and not me, I'm leaving. Yeah. Tomorrow. So he promoted both of us. Oh. Yeah. So that was, a, a, I think, just saying what you need to say and be ready to for the guy to say, okay, you can leave. Yeah. You know, because could have happened. And then having all yeah. of your ducks in a row per yeah. se to be like, we've both got these awards, we've both been maintaining the, these yeah. numbers. And and sometimes they have to pick one. And to be honest, at that point in time, it kind of became a mess on the department because they shouldn't have two managers. <laughs> yeah. I will be honest. But also like- But if I, they couldn't tell you why. I stood for what was important for me at that time. Yeah. And it was a friend, but it could have been anyone. I was not, it was nothing about the person. It was about myself. And it was your own boundary. And uh, it was mine. I'm like, no, I cannot be here. And just because I'm a woman, I'm not the one promoted. Mm -hmm. Because it was just that. If that's if what- If anything, I had an advantage. Yeah. You know, just not because of us, but because of my country or what we're focusing on in the departments. So um, that was one that I really, so I, th I think one thing that I learned is like, you have to speak your mind. Most times, unless you really like offend someone or do something that is not okay, you know, mm -hmm. which that line is blurry, of course. But most times people are not just gonna fire you because you ask for more. No. Right, you ask for something. I remember I had this girl that worked for me and she, her salary was really low and she was doing really well and years were going by. She never once asked for a raise. 
I worked two raises for her with within two years that I had to work with HR and saying her salary is lowered and the people are hiring now. Like you went She's and advocated for I her? advocated for her like twice. No I man would have ever that. done that. <laughs> people don't do that. And I that's know. the thing. So I said to her, I'm like, hey, I'm doing this for you and I'm happy to do it. And you absolutely deserve it. But no one else is going to do that. Yeah. So don't expect people ask, to give you You raises. have to ask. ask. Don't just sit here, you yeah. know, because you have to ask. So we have to advocate for ourselves. And that's something I learned that I think people should. In my own business today, I tend to work only with women, mostly. Mm-hmm. Maybe I worked like 5% with men. Um, nothing against it. My husband, Jason, works with me too, and he has another business, but he works on my business as well. Uh, I've, I had some great men that I collaborated with and worked with, but I hire women. And one thing that I do, it's like if I ask you to work with you and I ask your price, I'm not going to negotiate you down. Either I take it or I don't. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh, Davi, can you do that same thing but for less? Uh-huh. Like. That's something that I'm like, that's my personal boundary because otherwise I'm a hypocrite. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, Davi, tell me your price. I either pay you or I say, I can't, thank you, but hopefully I can in the future. Yeah. And that's it. Like, I don't talk prices down for women. Like, we can't. You know, we shouldn't. You can do it or you can't. Yes. And it's, and it's, it's so simple. Yeah. We tell everybody, know your worth. And then they do and they come in and it's like... Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. not that. Not yeah. when you're talking to me. No, work. you're worth yeah. to other people. You're supposed to be garbage when you <laughs> yes. talk to me. You are sub trash. Like you did not. <laughs> you don't have any worth when you talk to me. But yeah. out there, yes, I'm charge what you're you. worth to others. <laughs> I'm a safe space for you <laughs> until you try to tell me <laughs> your price. You're worth something. Yeah. So generally, everybody is in a really happy and thriving place. So whenever I say, "Is there anything you would have done differently?" It's it's, People are like, no, I did everything perfectly. Yeah. I think, you know, I made lots of mistakes in my business. One of them that I'm going to tell you right now is that I didn't invest anything in the first two years. But not even like, I remember I bought my first like expensive course for something I really, I was I was going to start creating courses, like um, online digital courses. Mm-hmm. And I bought a course about creating digital courses that was $1,000. And that was scary for me. Yeah. And the moment I did that, I got, so it, much more. So much more back. Okay. I mean, you know, and I was comparing myself to people that just wings it. Yeah. And just put all this effort and doesn't make any money back. So um, if I knew that, I would have done it a little sooner because I could have a little bit. Maybe not like off the bat spending thousands of dollars in a course or something, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. More systems, more, you know, tools. I think like I was being really cheapo in the beginning. And I think that was a lot of also like... My former jobs kind of taught me, you know, is startups. (laughs) Um, But I think once you start being like, of course, you have to be able to. But once you start just just like investing a little bit more, you're going to make sure that you're putting your time in something that you're good at that makes money in the business instead of like trying to do everything. And Mm -hmm. you're spending hours and hours on these other things that are not that important. So that's something that I would have done sooner if I knew. And my business completely changed when my mindset changed around that or when I experienced that. Um, And then the other thing that I learned really on my business is like, you can start a business today with anything. Things are so easy. Even when I started my business six and a half years ago, six years ago, it wasn't like I could just create my own website. Mm -hmm. Now I can create like amazing looking designed websites in a minute, in a day. But back then I didn't even know how to do it. So I just didn't do it. I didn't create a website. I didn't create a logo. I just started. I create an email list, I create social profiles, and I just started. And I say to people, like, you need one client to start a business. That's all. Yeah. Like, that's all you need. You don't need a fancy logo. You don't need $20,000 in branding. Like, 
all that can come later. Mm-hmm. Probably not even need to spend twenty thousand dollars in it. But yeah, you can spend a couple or but whatever. But knowing your worth is part of that is investing in yourself. It is investing you're in like, yourself. You're like, this is a thousand bucks, but look at how much money it's going to make me from all the knowledge. Yeah, after the fact, for sure. and it's just taking a lot of frustration out of your life. Mm-hmm. Like I know you got to spend money to make money, as they say. Well, and, and then us as women too, I think another lesson is not to charge the bare minimum. And I talk to people about this a lot. I work with a lot of social media freelancers and small agencies and they're charging clients thinking oh if I tell Davi that it's this price she's gonna run away so I'm gonna do $200 less which probably won't make a difference when you're paying 2000 you know mm-hmm. or something like that but I'm able to give you a much better service if I have a little cushion that I can spend in tools that I need to help you mm-hmm. so what happens is that you spend you, you give them the bare minimum sometimes even less if you think of like taxes or whatever that is you know and you're telling people like I can do this for you for $500 and you're not thinking that 30% of that goes on taxes mm-hmm. and then you're just like running on $8 an hour <laughs> you know what I mean and yep. then I can help you because if I need to buy one little automation tool to do this job well I can't I, I'll, I'll keep passing you PayPal fees because I cannot pay them yeah and it just makes for a horrible experience for your client and for yourself yeah. mostly and then we don't have that little padding that you need to get some help to get other tools and I think just that the the thought that like oh for my client 50 less is going to make them sign that contract it's really not like that no, so I think just generally. show what you need give it a little padding consider taxes and, and start charging correctly okay like charge your worth yeah like, <laughs> kind a, of thing. like a boss and then beach. and then taxes <laughs> and, and a, a cushion yeah you know, talking to different girl bosses and mostly people that are owning their own business. But now you've got employees, so you're hiring your own talent, right? I am actually only contractors. I do yeah. not have any other full-time person, but I have a good amount of contractors that I pay monthly that work on my business. Okay. And are there any, is there any advice you have for women that are going to start that. hiring talent? Like any advice and yeah. what to look out for when you're hiring? Absolutely. So I think one, one thing that I've learned from early on when I was still working at Cartoon Network is that um, we tend to just look at their experience and the tasks they know how to do it. I think look at their personality, mm-hmm. right? Like if it's someone that you can communicate with that just jives you know like that that's huge because that's a person you're going to talk to every single day hopefully not on weekends or nights but Mm -hmm. you're going to be talking to them sometimes eight hours a day or or, you know a little less than that hopefully (laughs) so that is huge and that's something that I feel like it's underlooked Mm -hmm. a lot um I was also say that as hiring help in your own small business I think you have to look at your own um skills and things you enjoy things you don't enjoy so for example for me I I'm, it's funny because I'm a coach and I'm an educator too in what I do, but I am not a good manager and I don't enjoy being a manager. Mm-mm. So I'm never going to be the person, and I probably say never here, <laughs> that is going to have interns. Yeah. Unless someone that works for me creates a beautiful program and is really good at that. Yep. Because I'm all for like helping talent, like, you know grow or whatever not shaping them yeah just teaching them skills and stuff. I don't want to delegate yeah. I want someone else to tell me what to exactly do. <laughs> and that's how I am in my business so I'm very creative yeah I'm not very organized so what I did in my business that has worked wonders was to hire people that are as senior as me okay so I always paid more for the people I'm hiring and maybe waited longer till I could afford them nice. but I hired experts in their own areas that have as much experience as me 
Um, so basically, I have an online business manager. She literally is my boss, basically. <laughs> she tells me what to do. Nice. She like <laughs> makes the company function. Uh, I just hired this other girl who's a content director. She's younger than me and has less experience than me, but also I'm like, I'm 46. So I yeah. had all the experience. And she is as good as I am in doing things, you know, and she's more organized than me. So I think if you're a really good person that is very like organized and can, you know, assign projects and give all the tools and teach people things, then I think it's great that you can get people that are less experienced and, you know, help them learn with you and work with your company. But you have to see if that works for you. That would never work for me. Yeah. You kind of have to, you, um, I know you're interviewing someone and it should be about the interviewee, but like as a boss, you have to put your ego aside and know your own flaws. Oh, for it sure. Sounds like, Absolutely. And, and find people that will fill those spaces. Yeah. And then appreciate them for filling those spaces. You need to understand your own flaws. Yeah. In order to just make the perfect little team. And I yeah. think sometimes people are like, yeah, I got all these great people to do these things. And then they start being great, but they're a little too assertive. And it's like, don't talk to me like and that. Maybe you I have seniority <laughs> on you. And Jeez, it's like, yes. you picked your ego up again. Put it back down. Oh, gosh, Everything so, was going great. I honestly have a business today that I deal with maybe like eight women contractors that work with us, like that we talk to. A lot of them I don't talk that, that much because they're so good at what they do that they just do it, you yeah. know? I don't even approve it anymore. Beautiful. But yeah, it's great. And it's great for them too. Can you imagine have a boss that you don't have to talk to? Like have yeah. a client that you don't have to talk to? Also, like I never had any of that, any tough conversations, any ego, because I just build my honestly, my business honestly, and I talk to them honestly. I think if you're interviewing someone, you're looking for talent to work, also be transparent about your shortcomings, about yeah. yourself, about how, what you expect, you know? And uh, be yeah, like just don't try to be like this is the perfect place. It's gonna be amazing, and then they come in and it's not amazing. Like yeah. be honest about what goes on. Yes, because you have much. It's not easy to even if you're hiring just like a, a contractor that you can finish that contract anytime or whatever. It's still like a lot of like onboarding someone, even if you don't have a process. Just talking to them, the the learning curve and all that. Like wait for them to familiarize to get familiar with your business and mm -hmm. things like that. It takes time of your, it takes your time, it takes effort and it takes a little bit of time as well. So it's not really your advantage if you just try to get them in at all costs, but they get there and it's really not what they expect because yeah. they're just gonna get the heck out of there. Yeah, and, th and everybody's looking for the red flags. And so now that you own your own business, what's the number one business red flag that you'd be like, shut it down, like that's not okay here, we need to mediate that. And then I always also ask people to get like a little bit self-aware, what's the number one red flag in yourself yeah. that you've had to overcome from past businesses? So number one for your business where you're like, gotta take care of that, and you're number one for yourself that you're like, okay, mama needs to go home and take a yeah. bath and kind of simmer on that for a little bit. I think the one that happened, honestly, I have more of that with my kids. I'm like, <laughs> you are four and you don't respect me. We need to fix that somehow. Let's, let's mediate, guys. Yes. We need to come together. <laughs> Family she, meeting. Yeah. She can't even pronounce her T's and S's correctly, Aww. but she can be disrespectful but to me already. But it's the bets. It's the bets. She's the best. No, she really is. I mean, but honestly, I don't have those in my business because I was really good at choosing people that are knowledgeable and they're... Um, I think also people that are confident. Yeah. Be, hiring people that are confident is huge. And I'm not saying something to like, there's a lot of people that are not confident and I don't, it's not their fault. 
Yeah. But I think making them feel confident with you, with the business, not making them feel that at any point in time you don't have their backs or they're going to be, you know, they give them things last minute or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but in my business, I, I, I have all these people that feel confident. They have all the tools from us that they need. Um, and I never, I could even imagine one of them having an issue with each other or mm. something. If they do, I think that's the point that it's, if it's like, oh no, but one blaming each other is a big, big red flag. It wouldn't be something that I'll be okay with. Um, the only things that I have, that I have experienced in the business and that's not with the level of contractors I have today is people that just don't do it. Because one thing about me is that I'm not like, oh, you'll be here at this time and let's be online and talk and check in at these hours. Like I want people to just run with their things mm -hmm. and I'm super flexible to their hours they want to work or whatever, but- Get it done. Yes, <laughs> get it done. So I had that, I had that before. And okay. it was actually hilarious because it was an intern who was like 22. I gave them very few things to do, yeah. not a lot at all. And they wouldn't even like do no one attempts. of the five tasks they had for the month yeah and then when i said hey so this is not really working we, we're not going to continue or whatever they went back a week later and announced their um their <laughs> strategy business later on so they're business strategists now they're 22 years old and could not do simple tasks but they're business strategists they, oh no <laughs> So I'm like, okay. How? The fact that I'm like, so what's the business red flag? And you're like, oh, I only hire women now, so there are none. <laughs> well, it's kind of amazing. You, that's kind of true. I hired like experienced women that I already got to talk to, except to like Mel, my online business manager. She's freaking amazing, amazing. And I met her when I took a course, and she and I were in the same Facebook group in the course. And I'm like, hey, I need help with this parts yep. of this. She's like, that's what I do. And that's networking. Yeah, yeah. And then it just ends up that we've been working together for four years now because I was pregnant with Alice. And she's freaking amazing. So I didn't really know her before hiring. It was, But I hired her for one project. So if that went south, I wouldn't have to continue. So I think the beauty of in that is that Work with someone if you can a little bit, because mm -hmm. all these women that are working on my business today, I did like I gave them one task as a contractor. Like this girl that I hired as a uh, content director now, she was doing one blog post per week for me. And she was like a freaking, you know, rock star. Yeah. So I'm like, this is going to go great. And it's been going great. And all of them get along. It's, it, you know, so that is really doing well for me. But I was also say that you ask for my red flag. I don't want to yes. not talk about that. <laughs> I was like. I'm, I'm going to come back to it, and I'm assuming it'll be like that you don't like delegating. But I was like, I wonder if she's just um, avoiding that on purpose. I just used a double negative here, so I wanted to just like okay. talk about this. Because yes. when I use a double negative, I mean business. <laughs> you I'm mean like, business. I'm not, not going to not talk, talk about that. <laughs> so, I'm not, not going to not. Um, but one thing that I tend to do, and again, like I'm a very creative person, mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm pretty good at doing work and projects and ideas. and. I always tend to think that my way is better. Yeah. And I have to catch myself. So even like a little thing, not to say like I highly respect the people that work with me and their ideas too, but I usually have an idea already and I feel like I know my business better than anyone else or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I take their ideas, but sometimes I have to check in myself, especially when what they do is what I do or I'm asking people's opinions. Mm -hmm. And I have to check myself and even like tiny things. It's like, I was doing a design, so this person who works with me sent me the design to look at, and it was going to be like a downloadable guide or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, let me change this. And, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to change this wording. I'm like, why am I changing this? The way she said is fine. Like, yeah, people won't even know the difference. That 
that does the job. Yeah. So I think like I recognize that now and I'm just getting better at being like, I don't have to change that. Like there was a picture of me somewhere like this week as well. And I'm like, let me change to a newer picture of me. I'm like, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares that that just picture is yeah. slightly cuter than the other pictures. Like no one freaking care. Yeah. So we have to like catch myself on that. And yes, I tend to be a workaholic too. And that's mm -hmm. a red flag, but that's not something that I spill over to people. Okay. I actually tell them like, I, so there's one thing that I learned as well in toxic mm -hmm. behavior that people deem as acceptable today, which is your bosses or anyone can send you an email in the middle of the night or in the next morning. And they're like, but I don't expect you to answer it when I send it to you. Okay. So if I send it to you and, and one of my last bosses did that to me, he's like, oh, I can send it to you on the weekend or whatever if I'm working, but don't worry, don't even touch it until Monday. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know what doesn't wait till Monday, you motherfucker? <laughs> Is that I open my email and I saw your name in there and you ruined my Sunday because I'm thinking of you and I'm thinking about work. And also, I am saying, I didn't have the trick of mark as unread. You know that yeah. trick in emails? Like, you just mark it as unread, DMs, mark as unread. Yep. You can go back to it. I don't think I had that trick, like, years ago, like, seven years ago. So I said, you know what happened already? I opened that email. I thought of you. I thought of work. And I had to send myself a task for Monday mm -hmm. to respond to that. Yeah, just extra. So that whole thing about, oh, I'll send it to you, but don't even worry about it is not realistic. Mm -hmm. Like, see, I got passionate. I like went yeah. up my volume a little bit <laughs> to talk about this because it's such a thing that everybody does. Yeah. Gmail lets you schedule your emails. If I'm ever working over time, my girls are going to get their email on, on Monday, the next 8 a.m. Because oh. you can just schedule for it. So I can be like a maniac maybe one day and I'm working till midnight. Yeah. They're going to get that email at 8 a.m. the next day or whatever time I, I decide to schedule for. That's brilliant. So, do that don't send emails in the middle of the weekend like it's not it's not your interest as a boss or as a um, a client to bother the people that work for you and they should be resting and recharging to help you later on yeah it's or really even if they're not, not resting they're drinking tequila it does not matter time they're, went on and yes then, and they're then, resting from work yeah they open your email and go this motherfucker on a saturday <laughs> and then they keep drinking and then they forget about that yeah. email and it gets buried in the weekend for of sure. coupons and receipts for Claremont yeah. Lounge and all of these oh, things. Yeah, it's so hard. the receipts from Claremont Lounge really like pile up. <laughs> they really do. They do. But, but you're you, you you can get that you know all of those email notifications and it can get lost in yeah. there because your drunk ass opened it on the weekend. That that never happened to me, but that's just no. An but example. it could happen to someone. Yeah, and was, yeah. Yeah, you got to remember to <laughs> mark that as unread because if I walked into work on Monday and then my phone was like a ding 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 like five or six emails from my boss that he scheduled for monday morning at 6 a.m like make all six of these things priority i would still be like let me kiss your feet and then i will like polish your shoes sir because yeah. that Hopefully was the one at awesome. a time but yes yes, yes. One, polish the shoes and then kiss the foot but i think that's one something comes before the other one <laughs> you're like wait you're right. a minute wait i did that you're backwards like, <laughs> kissing the shoe um i think it's so important to think about that because it's such a little thing but it's it can lead to big respect yeah. people's times. They're not, especially if they're a contractor, like they are not your full-time person, yeah. you know, like not even, you shouldn't even expect them to do something within the day if they're your contractors. Yeah. This might sound insane, but it sounds like you as a boss treat your employees how you would like to be treated. I hope, I don't know. We, we should have them on the podcast next time. That is a no, crazy but I'm like, concept. Yeah, though. and I'm not even a boss. I'm more of a client because yeah. they're all contractors. I feel like I, I mean, they stay, so mm -hmm. they're probably happy. I think I learned a lot. And I also 
pick people I trust. What's the point of picking people you don't trust and you have to be on top? If you feel like you need to micromanage someone, they're probably not the right person to work with yeah. you, right? And that's not going to help because it's not going to help you. It's not going to help them. Okay. So I think just thinking of the rest time is rest time. Don't yeah. talk about business. One I like to end on is I ask all the ladies that come in here, all of our girl bosses in different stages of metamorphosis that are learning about themselves, learning about business, learning about mm-hmm. um, being bosses to other employees. Uh, what is your personal mantra in business for 2023? Oh my gosh, so that's not for 2023, but one thing that I talk a lot in my business because I'm doing Instagram education or social media marketing education, but also I'm teaching women how to be salesy. Mm-hmm. And that's something that be salesy. women <laughs> have the biggest like impediment in, and I get it, it's hundreds of years of saying, you shouldn't talk about money. Mm-hmm. You should make more than your husband or whatever that is. And, and I'm, it takes a lot of confidence and assertiveness. Yes. And things we're not used to doing, we're used to accommodating. So if somebody's like, no, that's too much. I'm not into it. We're just like, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. You know, sorry, 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 sorry. But like the assertiveness and the confidence, which I have been in an interview before and they said, wow, you're very confident. Yeah. They didn't say like, I love your confidence. <laughs> they were just like, you're very confident. And you're like, you're very yes. confident. And I was like, well, yeah. I was yeah. like, when what's you, not to be confident yeah, about? You get to a certain <laughs> point where you know you crush it at things, and you should be. Yeah. So I never knew if they were looking for a response to that statement, or if that actually was a compliment. I would think it as a compliment. But some people wouldn't see a confident woman as such. So that's I, I appreciate yeah, you they, saying that. Yeah, I think that's a, a compliment. I think if people are the people that don't want a confident woman, they might not say that. Yeah, they, they wouldn't m- even they approach might, it. They might try to. <laughs> make you not be confident Got about it. that interview. You okay. know? So I think if they say that to you, it's usually a good thing. But yeah, so I try to teach women how to be salesy a lot. And one of my mantras, not for 2023, um, 2023 was like, be alive, you know, be, and luckily, yes. luckily I'm doing that because <laughs> I had fun cancer situation going on, but luckily I, I'm doing really well. But uh, in business in general, one of my mottos, and I say that, and I have little cute graphics and T-shirts, is like my favorite vanity metric is money in the bank. Money in the bank. And especially because I talk so much about Instagram and stuff and people are really caught up on followers, life. I'm like, you know, likes and stuff. I'm like, money in the bank is where you should measure your success in business. Yeah. You know, like, not there are other things, obviously, if you're helping people, if you have like a mission-led business or something. Yeah. But if you're a, a pro-profit business, for-profit business, having money in the bank is their biggest, you know, metric. And I really want women to be more confident in selling. And I worked on that myself a lot too. Okay. All right. So that's your that's overall mantra, overall mantra. for business and life. And uh, but your your mantra for 2023 would survive. Survive. Like, yeah. Be yeah. okay. So My I, word. Yes. Survive. So I guess your mantra for 2022 is. Ladies, don't put anything that feels weird on the back burner. Like, get it checked yes. out because early recognition is yeah. the most important I thing. I really wanted to talk about because I have a big audience on Instagram. They're mostly women, you know. I mean, they're like 95% women. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to talk about this because you should. Like, maybe people are sitting at home and avoiding going to the doctor or checking if they feel something weird. And that could be saving their lives. So yeah. I really wanted to talk about that. It took me a minute because my daughter is seven, the oldest daughter is seven. And I'm like, I don't want playground talk about how people die when they have cancer, mm. you know. And that's luckily I have a really good prognosis. But so I had to balance the fear that 
how much information people, she gets. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I gave her, both my kids, all the information without using the word cancer because I didn't want them to get outside information about cancer that is not my case of cancer mm-hmm. and scare the hell out of them because mm-hmm. they're so young. But I explained everything. I had them touch my lump. I had everything, you know. Um, so that took me a minute. But the moment I started doing that, I got so many people saying that they scheduled their mammograms, that they got checked, nice. that they were going to get checked. And that really, like, really made it feel good. Well, I love that. So many mentions, all the things, all the nuggets, all the business nuggets today. It's been really amazing. And to finally get to talk to Powerhouse that is a mommy and a business owner, you wear many hats. You've done many different jobs successfully. It's really awesome to finally have you in here, Manu. Oh, me too, Thank you so much for coming. And I hope everybody will check you out at your social team on all social media. Except Twitter, because when it became too silly, I just deleted it. It did get silly. It got, I mean, I cannot support that. No. (laughs) It got a lot of hate by that. It got musky. It got musky It got very musky. I'm out. It's kind of musky. So, yeah. uh, TikTok and Instagram are there. Yeah. Lots of good content. Check about out your social team. She about. can she can talk you into you know up in your social media game and like a lot of really cool templates. Just so many cool things you're offering over Thank there. Thank you. And I've got to go to one of these women's conferences that you're yeah. a part of all the time. I've been wanting to do that for years we'll now. We'll do it. We'll do it. I think one time you were like, "Will you come speak?" And I was like, what "I'm so afraid you did." <laughs> I, I was like, "I'm gonna." I can't talk even remember this. my passwords. I don't know how to work the iCloud. You don't want to talk to me. You so can't that do was it now. that was how that. But hey, I need to be more confident, Perfect. right? Yes. Is that what we're doing? You are already get you're salesy, just, ladies. You're just selling yourself. You're <laughs> well, thank you, Renu, and I hope you come back and talk to us again soon. Anytime. Thank you, Davi. That was so fun. That was great. Thank you. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to your new favorite podcast, Davi the Scapegoat. Maybe you'll think twice before you try to win.